0: Welcome to the Week 6 edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report's High School Football Rewind Show. My name is Wade Bates. Coming up on the show today, we're going to hear from a bunch of area coaches about last night's games from the region. Not a lot of games on the schedule because of COVID cancellations. We'll talk to the coaches who did play last night. Appreciate you finding the program. If it's your first time listening, best way to never miss an episode, subscribe at your favorite podcasting site. Just search South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. We have shows every Wednesday and Saturday during the high school season. You can also like us on Facebook. Just search South Central Wisconsin Prep Report and follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. With that said, let's go to the scoreboard. The Randolph football team dominated in all three phases of the game and routing Fall River Rio 41-6. Matt Dykstra ran for a touchdown, also caught a TD pass and a halfback option from Jordan Teets for the Rockets. Randolph also got touchdowns on special teams when Ben Schmucky rumbled three yards after Jax Ratachek blocked punt early in the third quarter. Offensive lineman Travis Elvin also picked up a fumble from one of his running backs and scampered 20 yards for a touchdown. The Rebels' lone score came late in the game with 18 seconds left when Matt Miller hit Jacob Rowe on a 54-yard touchdown pass. Zach Paul led the Rockets in rushing, 10 carries for 59 yards and a touchdown. Randolph will host Watertown Luther Prep next Friday. Will Fall River Rio host Lord's Academy at Rio next Friday night? Dodgeland scored on the opening play of the game last night on a 70-yard halfback option from Andrew Benzing to Cy Adi. Then it was all Marquezan as the Hornets ran off 68 straight points in a 68-7 win in a game you heard on 1430 WBEV and watched on the DailyDodge.com video stream presented by Columbus Family Dental and Urgo Bank. On the ensuing kickoff after that long touchdown pass, Caleb Stahl took it 85 yards to the house, and the Hornets never looked back. Caleb Yankee ran for three scores. Tyler Mast and James Triggs also had a couple of touchdown runs for Marcus Ann. Marcus Ann will host Palmyra Eagle next Friday night. Dodgeland will play host to Cambridge. Speaking of Cambridge, they jumped out to a 21-0 lead after the first quarter and rolled by Waterloo 43-13 on Friday night. They deal Waterloo their first Eastern Suburban Conference loss of the season. The Pirates Eugene Wolfe finished the day with a game-high 131 yards. That included a 55-yard touchdown run. Waterloo will host Marshall next week with a chance to grab a share of the Eastern Suburban Conference title. The Baraboo Thunderbirds came to Watertown and picked up a 45-26 win on Friday night. Caleb Huff threw for a pair of scores and ran for two more in the loss for the Goslings. Watertown will travel to Grafton next Friday night. A couple of games got canceled last night. Cambria, Friesland and Lords Academy and Marshall at Houston Con Both were not played for COVID-related reasons. Those are the scores from last night coming up on the High School Football Rewind show. We are going to hear from Randolph head football coach Tom Chase, also Fall River Rios Cody Schultz, Dave Frizzell from Waterloo also going to pay us a visit, as will John Dunlavy from Marquezan and Benji Kamrath, the head coach at Watertown. That's all coming up on the High School Football Rewind Show.
1: I can't believe we have to make this commercial.
2: It's ridiculous.
1: You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this.
2: This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in Wisconsin, in almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous.
3: And don't make us run another
2: commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship.
0: Let's head to Waterloo right now and bring in Pirates head coach Dave Frizzell, whose squad licking licking their wounds this morning after a 43-13 defeat at a pretty good Cambridge squad. Coach Frizzell, just, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to watch any film, but just overall thoughts on, on your team's game last night.
3: Well, uh, we played a really good team first. Um, you know, when I thought the season was going to start, I, I, I thought Cambridge was, Going to be the best team based on what they had coming back from last year and and uh, the season they had last year, and so I was really kind of shocked when Marshall took it to them the way they did early in the year. Uh, but you could see that Cambridge has made some changes in in both personnel and scheme, and uh, they they have it going pretty good right now. Um, they're they're an excellent team, and uh, we made way too many mistakes last night against a really good team. And when that happens, uh, the result on the scoreboard looks like it does.
0: Yeah, and they kind of, they kind of got after you early, so you were chasing most of the game.
3: Yeah, yeah, we uh, we we fell behind early. We we had a uh, punt go over or a punt snap go over the head of our punter and gave him a, a, a short field. They started on our six yard line, and so uh, that that really hurt. And, and once we fell behind a little bit, we actually had a couple drives in the first half uh, where we fumbled inside their twenty uh, on one point, and then. We threw an interception inside their 20 at another point. So um, if we could have eliminated some of those mistakes you know, the first half might have been a little closer. We might have had a, a second half to really play for but uh, they took advantage of everything that we did wrong and capitalized on it and instead of being somewhat close at the half it was 28 nothing.
0: I don't know how much film you've looked at since last. Are you a guy that watches film right when you get home from a game like that, like last night?
3: I, I do. I always seem to not be able to get away from it so i i did i took a i took a glance through the whole thing i didn't i tried not to stop it and analyze too much but i watched it and, and uh so i did see the whole whole game over again which didn't help me sleep any better
0: well did anybody stand out on the film though anybody anybody have a good game where you looked at it and said hey this this person brought it today
3: well, Eugene Wolf always brings it. Um, he, he was outstanding, again, running the ball, 161 yards rushing. Um, I asked after the game somebody, I said, he didn't have uh, very many carries, did he? And it ended up having 21 carries. And, you know, he needs he needs to carry the ball probably 25 times a game, at least, for us to win. And that was one of our issues is we, we, we fell behind, and we kind of had to get away from that kind of a game plan where we – grind it out a little bit and and not not we weren't able to get him the ball as much as we wanted to but Eugene had an outstanding game uh Maximus Basil um is a junior lineman of ours who I, I would think if he doesn't lead the conference he's close to it uh in sacks uh, He had another one last night I, I think that's seven on the year for him um he's just really blossomed into a really nice lineman on both sides of the ball so those two guys uh, really stood out as guys who played really well last night,
0: Coach. Year two of your program, going into week seven of this unique season, uh, you're, you're playing for a conference championship. I guess when you when you when you when you get get out there at practice for the first time, you couldn't ask for much more, could you? No, you have an opportunity to put a trophy in the trophy case?
3: Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, as much as last night stung a little bit, uh, you wake up this morning and realize that. Uh, you get to finish your regular season by playing your rival uh, for a conference championship. And there's really nothing better than that. And uh, our kids should be proud uh, of where they've come. It's, it's been a, it's been kind of a long road in the last two years. We've, we've uh, had a lot of ups and downs and a lot more ups this year than downs. And so we could really uh, finish this regular season on a really high positive note and, and give these kids something to go, go out with and, and go into the playoffs, those modified playoffs, with uh, with a conference championship under our belt.
0: Well, Coach Dave Frizzell over at Waterloo, I appreciate the time, and good luck next week against Marshall.
3: Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
0: Moving over to Watertown last night where the Goslings uh, dropped a 45-26 decision to Baraboo as you bring in Benji Camrath, Coach, uh, just uh, thoughts on last night's game.
1: You know, I thought our kids battled all night. We, uh, well, it came in that game with uh, some significant injuries and kids out on quarantine. We were missing, uh, five starters in offense. Uh, both quarterbacks got injured against Reedsburg. So we put a third string quarterback for the majority of the game and, uh, had five starters out on defense, but our kids, uh, continue to battle. Um, know, I think they is probably the, the biggest, most physical team we played, uh, thus far. And, uh, we gave ourselves a shot in the second half, took the lead after a score and an onside kick, and uh, scored again. And uh, they—they're uh, just too much for us. Uh, their run game was really, really good, and uh, they have an outstanding middle linebacker and quarterback uh, who is uh, Division One player. And. And they really do a good job with their schemes, both sides of the ball. So, uh, again, it's part of the way our kids battle, but we just didn't have enough to get it done last night.
0: Coach, Luna Larson's kind of a unique skill talent when you watch him play at quarterback, just because he's so big and physical. He, obviously, you mentioned him on the defensive side of the football, but on the offensive side as well, he's he's an interesting guy to try to try to contain, isn't he?
1: He definitely is. You know, there were times where we were exactly where we needed to be, and, uh, you know, he just runs through tackles. He's... he's uh, he's big he's physical he's fast and uh you know he had some had some good throws last night too i would say that throwing the ball is not his strength but uh he did make some big throws last night. he had a big fourth down touchdown on fourth and 12 in the first half uh hit a couple guys later in the game as well and then obviously running the ball he is he's he's massive he's just a big kid he's like almost a college kid playing against high school kids so yeah we uh we definitely had our challenges, but I also thought we had some really good plays against him as well.
0: Uh, typical Watertown fashion, I guess, old school. You had five different guys catch passes last night, coach.
1: <laughs> we did, yeah. I you know we uh I thought uh you know, our, our quarterbacks, uh uh Brian Clark who jumped in and has not played since his sophomore year and, and then Caleb Huff, who had sustained a hand injury and could barely grip the ball, came in. Um later on in the game and uh, they did a good job getting the ball out there and all five of those guys uh, really dialed all night long and, and found a way to get catches and that's you know that's how we've been this year I would say we probably have uh, looking at our stats eight to ten guys who've got multiple catches in our offense uh, we've got a lot of really good athletes and our uh, kids, kids continue to continue uh, to Get open, and we just try to do our best to get in the ball and in the space, and let them create some uh, one-on-one matchups.
0: You make a trip to Grafton next week to wrap up your regular season, Coach. Uh, is it? Uh, do you like preparing for an unfamiliar opponent?
1: I think it's neat for the kids, uh, you know, to play some teams we haven't played before. Um, I think as a coaching staff, it's a challenge uh, because you're uh, breaking down. But typically we'll break down about four games and, uh, I've been communicating with their coach back and forth already, you know, the sportsmanship of it is you want to have fair play. So we both decided let's do four games and, and yeah, you know, it's, I think it's, it's definitely challenging, but it's also, uh, I think, a, a good and rewarding experience for, you know, for, our, for our team and for our program to play somebody unfamiliar and, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can go in there and, and battle and, and, uh, I'm also hoping we can get through another week of being healthy and, and and getting some kids out of quarantine and keeping the kids that are you know getting pulled out of school because of just sitting next to somebody. Uh, uh, you know, it's a tough deal. It's it's you uh, face adversity every day. Uh, we're trying to make the best of it, and we're we're just fortunate that we get to play another game.
0: Well, Coach Benji Camrath, I appreciate the time and good luck next week against Grafton.
1: All right, thanks, a lot. Appreciate it.
0: Let's head to Marquezan right now, where the Hornets picked up their first victory of the season—a sixty-eight to seven over Dodgeland. A game you could watch on the DailyDodge.com video stream, uh, presented by Columbus Family Dental and Ergo Bank, and also on 1430 uh, WBEV. Coach John Dunleavy, uh, uh excited to see your team put it all together and pick up victory number one last night.
4: Uh, yeah, it was it was very exciting. Our kids—they uh, really deserved that. We, uh, we've said all week that we're not really an 0-4 team, even though that's what a record says. We've, we've played really well, and some football games just came up short on them. So, I mean, just good for the kids to get that feeling of winning a football game and knowing what that's like. They, they really did deserve it.
0: Coach, you gave up a touchdown on kind of a gadget play on the opening play of the game, and then you ran off 68 straight points.
4: Yeah, they, uh, they got us on a reverse pass and you know, caught, caught our D-backs there peeking in the backfield, which they should not be doing. But they didn't, and credit to Dodge, they they dialed up a good play there and were able to execute it well and, and score a touchdown. But our kids kind of – one thing I'll give them credit for is we didn't get our heads down. That's happened earlier in the year, and we didn't respond as well as we did tonight, or, uh as we did that night, yeah.
0: Well, you know, Barry Alvarez used to always say, don't flinch. It looks like that's what, your, what your, your kids did last night. They didn't flinch when they gave up that, that big play. And uh, was a good confidence that you mentioned? Was it good, though, that they, with the young squad that you have, they didn't hang their head and they just went went and got right back to business and housed the kickoff, and then you were off to, the, off to the races?
4: Yeah, it was, and we were able to execute our offense very well compared to previous weeks, so that was good to see.
0: Uh, I know you haven't looked at film yet or not, but uh, anybody stand out for you that maybe that doesn't show out in, show up in the stat sheet?
4: Our offensive line played really well. They played well last week, and I, I made notice of that. and I, I, without watching film, I really think they played well again up front, you know, able to kind of move the line of scrimmage and win that battle. and that's, that's really the most important thing in any football game on either side of the ball being able to win the line of scrimmage. Coach uh, so I, as a group, I think they did well.
0: Coach, do you know when the last time Marcus put up a 50 spot in the first half?
4: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's happened in the last eight years that I've been around there.
0: Coach, is it big. You got Pomyra Eagle coming to town next week. Is it just big? You know, you mentioned the youth. We've talked about that all year with your with your team to be able to maybe get some positive momentum here going as we head down the home stretch of the season.
4: Yeah, I think that's a, that's important right now is to make sure that we we take advantage of getting a win and feeling good about ourselves, you know, and uh, use that to our advantage. And we got to build on it, you know get those successes that we had and then build on it and, and improve from that, which I think we're very capable of doing.
0: Coach, you know, I was told that if teams don't make the the 14 pods that the WIAA kind of just place for like mini tournaments, they can add games. You guys looking to add anything after next week or is your season going to wrap
4: up? So yeah, we win next week. I believe that we are playoff eligible because our party bill games should count as a forfeit early in the year. So that would get us at three and three if we win next week in our conference.
0: So you're looking to play as many games as you can, then, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, we're 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 looking to win next week and be in the playoffs. But if we happen to fall short next week, we're still going to try to schedule two more games wherever we can find them.
0: What do you know about Palmyra Eagle Coach?
4: You know, I know they got a new coach who's uh, doing a good, pretty good job with that group of kids. They lost a lot last year, but he's he's coaching them up well. They run a lot of formations just from glancing a little bit at films. So defensively, we're going to have a work cut out for us just in formation recognition and uh, being able to get ourselves lined up and play that way and uh, you know, it'll be tough. They played us tough last year, they beat us last year. So, you know, they, they probably I'm sure expect to beat us again. So we got to show up and play good football.
0: Well, Coach John Dunlavey, congratulations. Enjoy this one over Dodgeland 68 to seven. And We'll talk next week.
4: All right, sounds good. Thank you.
0: Let's bring in Randolph Head Coach Tom Chase, whose team picked up a 41-6 win over Fall River Rio tonight. Uh, Coach Chase, just your team kind of came out tonight, you know, with the eye of the tiger. Did you like what you saw from the start?
5: Yeah, I did. You know, we always like to take the control of the game and try to score in the first possession, and we've done that every game except last week, so it's important to get up on them. These guys got a good football team, and they got a big, strong, physical team, so it was important for us to get ahead early, yeah.
0: Defensively, your team were really getting after it tonight as well. I mean, they were sitting on the sidelines here. They were hitting hard uh, from start to finish tonight.
5: Yeah, they were. We had a couple things dialed up for this week that actually worked pretty well tonight, so pretty pleased with their effort. I I don't know, between that, I think that last... uh, touchdown they had here I, I don't know if they had 100 100 yards of offense up to that point so they put our defense played really well coach offensively you
0: continued to get you know production from a bunch of different guys and you had to get everybody back this week you know but you had multiple guys score touchdowns
5: tonight yeah you know and that's pretty much what we do we try to take what they give us and and we try to try to do what we do you know and that's what we, we tell the kids you know just trust in what we do and let's go and then they'd have so it's been great
0: coach you got a scoop and score in a punt and then you saw Travis Elvin pick one up and rumble in uh, picking up a fumble off a running back uh, just uh, uh just your thoughts Thoughts on getting some of those, uh, those special teams and
5: I guess uh, putting a lineman in the end zone. Yeah, well, I, I told Ben you said he might be the first lineman that led us in scoring this year because that's his <laughs> second one that he had. So, but anyway, uh, you know they they play hard, they play well. Um, that the scoop and score on offense, I, they they jumped into a d- new defense. I knew we were going to struggle with it and we fumbled, but unfortunately for us, the ball rolled our way and Travis ran in for a touchdown. Coach,
0: so. uh, finish up with what Luther Prep next week and at least from the regular season of the, this weird 2020.
5: Yeah, you know. Luther Prep, I haven't seen them yet, but I know they're good. Uh, They're a very solid football team, so we're going to have our hands full next week. Coach Tom Chase, thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Randolph picks up the 41-6 win over Fall River. You're with Cody Schultz from Fall River,
6: Rye. Coach, just if, you know, one of those games today where nothing really went your way. Yeah, I mean, even when we stopped him on that one play, the fumble bounced right into the lineman. He ran it to the house. I mean, it's one of those games. You know, they came out uh, faster and harder than we did. At the end of the day, we just need to tune it up. You know, uh, I thought the kids had a good week of practice, but we got to get back to the drawing board this week and get back to working hard. I told the kids at the end of the game, "Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, we don't like this. Uh, you know, but part of life is getting kicked and getting knocked down, but persevering. And we are going to." Continue to work every day, and that's how we get better.
0: You kind of knew you're going to run into a buzzsaw. and didn't, you know, those guys coming off a loss up at Lord's, the first one of the
6: season, knew they are going to be ready to go. Yeah, you know, we knew they're a good team, but. It doesn't matter what happens to our opponent. It doesn't matter what a team we're going against. We have to continue to compete and we have to work every step of the way. Uh, so again, it doesn't matter who we're playing. We have to come out and execute our game plan. Otherwise things are never going to go right. So it didn't matter.
0: Obviously you have to look at the film, but offensively today, uh, what, what did you see from your team? It took them a uh, while to get it going if they even got it until the end.
6: Yeah, it took us a long time to get going. You know, uh, the kids were working hard, but they were just missing guys. And you know, they were bringing a guy almost every play or two guys almost every play. And uh, we would, I would watch the linemen on film. They would try to peel off, and they just missed. They were just faster than we were.
0: How big was it at the end to get that, get that, you know, that connection with the road, to get in the end zone, and kind of get a little positive mojo
6: going as you, you get on the bus? That was nice. Uh, you know, the kids wanted to score. I wanted to score. Uh, it was nice to finally get something to go positive at the end. Coach, I got Lords uh, next week. Yep, Lords is a good team. Uh, I think they're the number two team in the state right now, but that presents us a great opportunity, and we get to play the underdog role, right? Coach Cody Schultz, thank you. Thank you.
0: While River Rio drops a 41-6 uh,
6: defeat at Randolph
2: on Friday night. More and more these days, it feels like sports are losing out to hype. Who dissed who? Who signed the fattest contract? Who got busted for cheating? Lost 2 is the unique capacity sports have to inspire us, to unite us. Well, great news, sports fans. Sports are still being played for the right reasons. They're still as entertaining as they are character building. You just have to know where to find it. And you only have to look as far as your local Wisconsin high school. You know, the place where the games are exciting, concessions are affordable, and the parking is free. Where the emphasis is on hustle and heart instead of hype. (laughs) If you prefer real, honest-to-goodness sport played for all the right reasons, you'll find it at your hometown high school, High School Sports. Games are being played this weekend at a Wisconsin high school near you. Okay, everybody, who's in?
0: This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. That's going to do it for this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Reports High School Football Rewind Show. My name is Wade Bates. We need to thank all the coaches for joining us here today. Randolph's Tom Chase, uh, Fall River Rios' Cody Schultz, also John Dunlavy from Mark Ann, Dave Frizzell from Waterloo, and also Benji Camrath from Watertown. We have shows every single Wednesday and Saturday during the high school sports season. Best way never to miss an episode is to subscribe at your favorite podcasting site, you you can also like the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report on Facebook and follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. Thank you so much for listening to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report's High School Football Rewind Show.